<laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm your host, Casper. I do this to Becky every time. And Becky's with us. <laughs> I'm here. I am the other host, Becky Grimlin. <laughs> here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcast. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Hello! It's a new year, a new day, a new decade, a new... A new dawn. Any other Ds? (sighs) I said 2010 about 15 minutes ago, in case anybody... She was like, the new movie's coming out in 2010, and I was like, what? No. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm going to do that a lot. So, uh, we hope you guys... The new movie's coming out in 2030. (laughs) Hey, that new Marvel movie comes out in 2100, and Disney and Marvel fans are excited. After Disney buys everything. Let me just jump in my time machine. Um, So we hope you guys had a very happy New Year's Eve and safe and responsible. Um, Do you know what I did? Sleep. I watched The Mandalorian and fell asleep at nine (laughs) o'clock. Because that's what you fucking do. I had to stop watching it because I was getting so sleepy that I'm like, I can't pay attention. I pretty much did the same thing that I've done every year, I think, for almost because I'm I'm lame and I don't I don't do anything. We are not uh, lame. We are like, amazing people. Basically <laughs> I think for like the last however many 20, 25 years that I've been watching this damn show, uh, I watched South Park. I watched fucking South Park uh all the way up until midnight and then went to bed. And that's I, lame? Well, no, not really. Shout out to Trey Parker and Matt Stone, because I fucking love that show. But it's not really lame. Shout out to Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian. <laughs> I'm so guys, can I just tell you how happy I am that she finally, finally watched the Mandalorian? I actually watched the whole thing. I finished it this morning. Watched it yet. Get a friend that has Disney Plus and fucking watch it. <laughs> What's funny is she she's she uses my Disney Plus and I hadn't watched it yet at all. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. She uses my Disney Plus, but I didn't watch it. But I did. I watched three episodes last night and five episodes this morning, finished it. It's fucking amazing. I'm going to need them to make millions of seasons. And I just, I need a whole episode of Baby Yoda. Just a whole episode. Well, you know, it's exactly like you said earlier. If they continue to do these type of Star Wars spinoffs, then I'm... I'm all for it because I love Star Wars. Uh, the the new movie is amazing. The Mandalorian was incredible. I'm I'm all for keeping this going. Yeah, I'm very into it. Yeah, I and can I just say, um, why do they have to make these droids that are literal inanimate objects that get you in the feels that you are literally sobbing? You're like no. Over metal. <laughs> like it has no heart, no brain, no nothing, but you're like <laughs> it's because they have damn personalities. <laughs> if you don't love C3PO no. or R2D2 R- 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 or even fucking BB8, you have no heart. Or D0, the little guy that was like, nope, no thank you. Me. Um, I love the new me. I as said a I love the new me. What? I love the new droid. He's so cute. Uh, no thank you. Oh, he's me as a droid. <laughs> Which everybody around me, when I was watching it, they were like, we know. When you relate like, to clearly. the droid the most. <laughs> we walked out of that movie, I was like, oh my god, 
I relate so much to Ray. Becky's like, but <laughs> the droid. The droid. <laughs> In all reality, I am C-3PO. If I had to be honest, I am C-3PO because I walk around and try to explain everything and everyone's just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but we would be nothing without you. <laughs> I have the strength of Ray and the mind of R2. Yep, there it was. <laughs> See, I'm like, you understand what he's saying? But I also feel <laughs> Chewbacca on a spiritual level because he's always like, <gasps> like every time something happens, he's always like, he's so <gasps> fed up. <laughs> he's like, I've literally watched this entire Skywalker story from beginning to end. I have lived it and y'all are a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> he's like, if you would just listen to me. Even though no one can fucking understand what I'm saying. That is incredible. Besides Han and Le- Finn and Ray and Ray and yeah, Finn can't understand him. Oh no! Uh, I thought Poe. I think Poe can. Poe can. Finn can't. Yeah, but Ray and Han could. Apparently, yeah. if you speak droid, you can speak um, Wookie, because Poe can understand BB-8. So I guess so he, he can understand Wookie. So I guess if you speak one language, you speak them all. Very interesting. I would love to speak. Besides Sith. (laughs) No one speaks Sith. Yeah, no one. No spoilers. (laughs) No one. So uh, Arya Stark can speak Sith. (laughs) And that's how we brought it to Game of Thrones. (laughs) I'm sorry. I love you. Oh, quick segue, which even though the two kind of have nothing to do with each other. uh, I finished Witcher. And if anybody out there has not started or finished that, that's incredible. It's really good. I, I have play the games. That. Everybody I know does. But now I'm like, okay, so I can say that I did have a bit of an unfair advantage because I watched it with someone who does play the games. So it filled in certain holes. But there are parts of it, though, that you can tell that it was more based on the books rather than the games. Even though I read that uh, Henry Cavill, 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 is that it? Uh, he played the games. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you, I, f- I feel like, I'm sorry. It's more of a visual. <laughs> I feel like with the games, you get more of a visual. I think like, yeah, you yeah. can read the books, which is fine. But with the games, you get more of a visual. Because I even noticed that. Well, he, he looks so much like the main character. He too, has his so... voice, too. Yeah, he does. Like, I don't know who does the voice on Witcher 3, but he sounds just like Is him. that what the show is based off of, is Witcher 3? That, Mostly? I, I'm I'm guessing yes, based okay. on what hubby said and based on what Henry said of what he because that was the specific game. Because that, that was my played. favorite Witcher game was the third one. Most ones who played it say that. Yeah. And I can see why, because I've watched people play it. Same I've watched with Holo, the game play. Holo. Halo. God damn it. <laughs> Holo. Holo. <laughs> Halo. Happy New Year, guys. Oh my god, we are not drinking at all. I swear, we have Starbucks, like, we are not... Water. We have Starbucks and water. Um, like, Halo 3 is my favorite Halo 2, actually. It's apparently 3. <laughs> 3 is where it's at. I never played any of those. The Halos? Nope, never played any oh of them. Oh my god, you, you would like Halo. Didn't know anybody that got into them. 
Well, you do now. So, yay! I played all the Halo games, and uh, Master Chief's relationship with Cortana is everything. See, That's like my so many... fa- one of my favorite love stories. We have so many gamers listening right now that are like... Are you guys geeking out really hard? Why you guys need to do the Patreon with the video games. Look, it's going to happen. Trust me. Also, shout out to Tomb Raider because it's awesome. <laughs> just, just oh, now I played the OG Tomb Raider games back in the day. Those uh, pyramid tits. <laughs> Those sixteen bit tits. Thirty-two, bit. thirty-two bit tits. I have to say, she's come, she's come quite a, quite a long way. She went from pointy tits to rounded. Good for you, Laura. <laughs> Good for realistic you. looking tits. And they're not all over the place either. It's tasteful. <laughs> Thank you for that. Whoever did that. <laughs> not these super bra tits. Be like, what the fuck? Inflatable pump up tits. What the fuck are those? Every like, single morning, she has to plug a bicycle pump like, tits. Like <laughs> pumping those tits. <laughs> Hold on a minute. I'll help you look for that artifact. Hold on. Gotta pump the tits. Gotta pump up the tits. (laughs) What is this conversation? I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) So this episode, (laughs) we're talking about the best and worst horror movies of 2019. Of course, all of this is opinion based. And it's really cool because me and Becky actually differ on some of these, which keeps it interesting and shout out to Haley for giving us the idea yeah yeah seriously that was that was amazing. thank you Haley. i was like we definitely need to do that so um yeah like uh casper said we're definitely gonna have a difference in opinion which is great um it you know what are friends for you should should have everything in common that makes for great conversation and these are also based on our opinions so of course some of you are probably not gonna agree some of you do um if you don't make your own podcast, uh, <laughs> these are, too, if you, but if it's you fun. do want to like legit yeah. make a list and like, let us know Heck yeah. what your list is by all means, like you know, comment and let of, us know because we a were, lot of the ones that we have under best, I know for a certain fact, you guys will not agree <laughs> because right. I've seen a lot of people that have slammed at least three of these movies oh, pretty God. hard. Yeah, me too. So and, uh, there's a few from 2019 that I actually guilty still haven't seen yet. Um, um, same. <laughs> so. so before we get, so obviously this is a horror podcast and we're going to be going into our best and worst of horror of 2019. <gasps> Can we but talk about other movies I too? I want to ask Casper real quick. So what, <laughs> what I was, was gonna, your I was hoping. overall best 2019 movie oh i only have i can only pick one. okay pick okay what, what can we end? let's do three three okay three three end game we'll do three. Oh. <laughs> end game was like the easy roll off the tongue <laughs> you're like same <laughs> end game for 100 percent sure yeah um i'm ready i'm ready for the for the backlash on this one all right subscribe walker come at me bros <laughs> Come at me, a bunch of bros. Star bros. Um, so, yeah, I'm, like, with the two biggest movies of the year, I'm like, yeah, definitely. But um, a third, I have to say... What else came out last <laughs> year? This is terrible. I was going to say, yeah, that we... Um... Um... Because, like, I walked out of those movies so fucking satisfied with how they ended. Because both of them were the endings. One was the ending to the to the Avengers movies. One was the ending to the Star Wars movies. And I was just so wowed by them. So, obviously, those are in my top two. Um, 
God, and of course, both of them made me cry my... Oh, my God. I cried six times <laughs> during Endgame, and I cried three times during Star Wars. Oh, my God. Endgame Wars. was like... Endgame was a feels trip from is, beginning to end. What is happening emotionally with my life? Captain um, Marvel. Yeah. Captain Marvel can't... No, I can't say, though, that I... Oh, God. Because It Chapter 2 came out, too, and I loved that movie so much. So Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get the hate. The hate. Honey, I already said Rise of Skywalker. I'm already ready. <laughs> I know, right? I'm, just like, I'm already ready. Everybody loved Endgame, but not everybody loves Skywalker. Um. You know, it's not a movie, but I have to say, Haunting of Hill House hits my top three of things that oh. came out last year. Mm. I have to say, Haunting of Hill House, just that, that was probably, and I know this is like our best and worst horror, I have to say it's not a movie, but holy fuck, that did something for horror. That was an amazing, and people that don't even like horror loved that series. Yeah. It was incredible. So I have to say, Endgame, that... Rise of Skywalker, and Haunting of Hill House. Um, so my number one, for everybody that knows me. Uh, because the movie hasn't even been out that long. I've seen it nine times. Um, um can I take a guess? Because <laughs> I might know. <laughs> Go right on ahead. <laughs> Once upon a time in Hollywood. Like, maybe. Um, yeah, guys. So, Quentin Tarantino's ninth movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, is definitely my number one. Um, I, I can't, I, there's, there's, the movie was flawless. I mean, I'm, I'm biased. I love Quentin Tarantino. And prior to that, uh, Inglorious Bastards and Kill Bill one and two were at the top of that list, but I'm hands down. It was just, it was everything. It was the music. It was the, the, the movie was just incredible. There's like not enough I could say about it if you guys have seen it. Um, Endgame definitely would be number two if we're going to go in order. And then uh, three for me, and I'm I'm gonna get hate for this. Uh, I know I am because a lot of people didn't like it. And my honest to god only beef with it is that it was just way too fucking long. Uh, was the Irishman? I loved it, and again, I'm biased. I love Scorsese, but um, the story was really interesting. I really didn't know enough about it, and I love gangster movies, and the story kept me interested. But it really, the movie was made about eight years too late and it was about an hour and a half too damn long. That was my only gripe with it. So I know I'm going to get, I know I'm going to get hate for that because people hated it for that reason, but I really liked it. Um, and special mention goes to Rise of Skywalker because it was amazing and it was really, really good. And I did love it. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, it was great. I really did love it. But when I had to go, I was like, ugh, it was either going to come down between Endgame or that. And I was like, Endgame is going to beat out that yeah. because Endgame was just... I was very satisfied Robert with the way... Downey Jr. That's it. That's that's the tweet. And that's the T. <laughs> that's it. That's the T. And Game of Thrones didn't make it on the list. So, oh, well. <laughs> and I hate it because Game of Thrones is now gone down as one of those shows that I will probably never watch because of what... The last, it's like Lost. Lost was a show that I'm Lost. like, I'm never now going to go back and watch it because now I know what happened. And I'm like, what? And I don't want to be one of those people because Sopranos did that to me and I was pissed. 
Lost was so good, though. I hate Sopranos was great. But that last. But that last. <laughs> but that last. <laughs> but see, I was like really, really happy with how Star Wars ended. That. But I have oh, to yeah, say, yeah. Endgame just. Yeah. Whoa. I think for me, the reason I connected with Endgame more is because I grew up from the start of Avengers to the end. I wasn't alive when Star Wars came out first. I love those movies with a passion. Everybody knows that I'm like 80% horror, 10% Star Wars, 10% Disney princesses. But like, I grew up from Avengers, like Iron Man 1 to this end so like watch and him being my first real superhero of my life um so watching that all go out like i saw iron man in the theater like watching it all happen like from the theaters and everything i feel like it hit more of a nostalgic chord with me than i mean star wars did too but not the same way because i didn't go to the theater like my mom my mom had the same reaction i did an end game that she had with Skywalker because my mom literally with, went with her dad to see A New Hope. Right. She was 16 years old. And yeah. she's like, the theater was packed, but we got the front row and I broke my neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I connect more with that because I watched that of being a teenager and growing all through those movies. Um, so both of them were phenomenal. I just felt more nostalgically attached to Avengers. I, with Avengers, and the reason why I said Robert Downey Jr. and everybody's just like, got got it. But the real reason why I said that is because I feel like, damn it, if, if anybody deserved and had to play that role, it was Robert Downey Jr. He is Iron Man. He is Tony Stark. Yep. He is... Tony Stark. I mean, there was no one else. And I have followed Robert Downey Jr.'s career for a long time. You know, growing up, early 90s, like, I I just, I grew up with everything that he did. And I've seen him come so far and come through so much and still maintain as such a phenomenal actor. And... Damn it, he just fucking deserved this role. He really did. Because I feel he like is this so role good. Grew like helped him grow too. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's always had a fan base. He's always had people that have loved him, but I mean, like this there there will be an undying love for Tony Stark and him and this character and this universe forever. And he just made it. And I feel like whereas you grew with the movies, I grew with the man and Seeing it ultimately come down to him, I was like, oh, this is just, this is everything. This is everything. And I was way more, I I, I couldn't believe how much more emotional I was. Oh, was so emotional. With in Oh my God. Like, I, I think I cried woo! through most of it. Oh movie, yeah. Actually. Oh, I cried a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love you 3000. <laughs> if you guys did not actually know, the I love you 3000 line is because all of the Marvel movies up to that point were 3000 minutes. And when he said, I love you 3000, he was saying, I love the time I spent in these movies. Yeah. When I found that out, I was like, <laughs> I literally couldn't talk about his death for two months. Oh, Every no, time I, I would, I would, oh, yeah. I would yep, start yep, crying. Yep. yep. <laughs> and I would see anything posted. I would, <laughs> I would just, just, I would just, 
they, they fucking Hot Topic came out with that necklace that said Tony Stark has a heart. Proof that Stark Tony oh, Stark has a heart. Can we stop? And I was like, <laughs> I wanted to take it and just chuck it at them and just be like, <laughs> "Fuck you and your necklace," even though it's not their fault. Like clearly they didn't make it. <laughs> like go fuck you and your necklace. Walk away and then fuck come back you and go sorry. and your necklace and then come back and then go sorry and then walk. <laughs> this movie made me very emotional. <laughs> Okay, so we hope, uh, like I said, I, I wanted to go through real quick, because of course we love other movies besides horror. So, uh, I'm like sure, I said, I'm, sure I'm like 10% had... Star Wars, t- well, I'm actually like 70% horror, 10% Star Wars, 10% Marvel, 10% Disney princesses. Yeah, I'm I'm horror, gangster movies. <laughs> yes! And Disney princesses. <laughs> yes, girl. Don't deny you're in a princess. <laughs> Don't deny that inner princess. <laughs> the Mandalorian is now a Disney princess. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, God. This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. The way this is. <laughs> the way this is. <laughs> I said that like you know. Do we want to start with... That was amazing. Do we want to start with our worst... We might as well just get worst out of the So we're going to do five worst, five best, honorable mentions, and meh. Yeah. We have a meh list. Movies we didn't necessarily were like, oh my god, that was amazing, but we right. weren't like, I hated it. Exactly. It kind of just falls literally under meh. <laughs> so yeah, we can do the five worst. Okay. Yeah, we might as well just get the worst out of the fucking way. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed our random monologue about other movies, though. Yeah. <laughs> monologue. Enjoys, everybody enjoys other things besides horror. We get yeah, it. Yeah, you, you gotta bridge um, just a bit. A little bit. Um, <laughs> Only a little bit, though, because so, when it comes down to it, yeah, we always come back to we, horror. Uh, it always does, <laughs> no matter what. Happy, sad, whatever, it always comes back to horror. Um, I'll run through mine real quick. Uh, okay, so I don't really have them in any particular order. Um, yeah, these aren't necessarily in a particular, particular order. For but sure. uh, The Haunting of Sharon Tate. <laughs> I didn't even watch um, that. I didn't even finish it. <laughs> She told me not to watch it, so I just didn't. I didn't even finish it. Um, so whereas, if anybody's seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, obviously Margot Robbie plays Sharon Tate. Um, she does a phenomenal job, by the way. Uh, and But the story isn't centralized around Sharon Tate and Manson. It just happens to mention it because the movie takes place in 69 and it's in Hollywood. So, you know, it, it comes up. And uh, so whereas that was tasteful, this movie absolutely was not. It was just gross. It was just, it it just completely, it was too much. When it got to the, so you know it doesn't end on a happy note. We know she dies. We know it's brutal. We know, right? Um, and Spoiler alert. For them to reenact it in that, it's like, why do we need to see that? Who needs to see this one was pregnant, like pleading for a baby. Like, I don't need, why? Why do I need to watch that? And, and the I biggest just, elephant in the room, he wasn't there. That was, and a, I have a problem. With so on that. top of it being so gross and disrespectful and disgusting to the families of the victims, it was also also grossly inaccurate because it portrayed as if Sharon Tate had had some type of, uh, if, if she had had some type of connection with Manson or had met Manson or Manson was there the night of the murders, and he absolutely was not absolutely everybody knows the story it was just wrong place wrong 
time. Manson thought that Dennis Wilson and Terry Melcher lived in that house. They didn't. So he murdered whoever did, but he never met them. And for that movie to even imply that, it was, just, it was gross. The movie just, I don't recommend anybody watch it, but if you want to, whatever. I don't even think it got a three on IMDb. You know what? We should actually look up now. Oh, we I'm should. Thinking about it, we should actually look up what the IMDb of these. I tell you what, you look up IMDb and I'll look up Rotten Tomato. Got it. Uno moment. Uno moment. Oh, so it didn't even get a three. Two point eight. IMDb. I can't spell. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So Rotten Tomatoes is. <laughs> anticipation <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's like oh a 19% critic and 35% audience good job great good job great um so second on the list uh was the curse of la llorona and uh mm. go listen to our podcast episode about that podcast episode was way better than the movie um the movie got a 5.4 on imdb um it was disappointing because if you guys listen to our episode, we gave so much information about the La Llorona uh, story and the uh, mythos. And there was so much this movie could have done and it just didn't do it. It wasn't scary. It just wasn't. I feel like it was they not made scary her... at all. All. They it was... made her too much like Valak. And that that in itself kind of bothered me because I was like, Valak is terrifying because Valak does not speak. Sometimes she roars, but it's like not, she's just silent. Right. And this bitch was fucking screaming yeah. every chance she got to, but they made her look too much like Valak. Yeah, they made her look like Valak <clears throat> and made her out to be more like a banshee. And that's not... With, like, the screaming. Yeah. And it's not... I'm like, bitch, stop screaming. The lore. It's like she cries. That's not... Yeah. There was a couple scenes that was kind of cool. I like how they did the umbrella thing. That was cool. That was cool. But, like... Overall. I found myself, like, laughing at parts of it. It wasn't... It wasn't scary. It wasn't scary. It wasn't. I'm... Don't call yourself a horror movie if you're not fucking scary. Like, there was literally nothing scary about... Oh, honey, that would be a lot of them then. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we can't really categorize it that while way. we're doing this list. Um, like, there's too many. Um, so the next one, what did... What oh, was the, uh, what was your Rotten Tomatoes? Was, Rotten Tomatoes is a 29% critic and 40% audience. Yeah, 5.4 IMDb. Um, my next one was The Prodigy. Um... We disagree. You know, The Prodigy was rough. I, I kind of wanted to put that on my eh list, but <laughs> the <laughs> reason why... Okay, so I was running out of ideas, of course, ones, but also <laughs> this one was just like... I... I had it figured out so soon, and a lot of the acting was very over-the-top... And it was just kind of like, I felt like I'd seen this movie before. I've seen this trope. And can we just also say how easy it was for this white woman to leave a kid in a parking lot with the windows up, with the car turned off, and just run in and buy a gun in like five minutes and walk back out, bullets and all. The fuck? (laughs) 
<laughs> I love how you're keeping the I same mean, tone. Can we just can we just talk? Especially when she's an ex-convict. Can we? That was an orange is the new black joke. <laughs> I love you, Piper Wait, Chapman. In case you guys didn't know, um, I totally got. It. That's why I was like, that was brilliant. But um, it it just I mm, now it would probably be on the bottom of my worst list because it wasn't god awful, but it was just like. I did not like this movie. <laughs> I just did. And it also, it got a 5.9 IMDb. 43% critics, uh, 37% audience. So I think there were people that were just kind of indifferent to it. That's on my meh list, I think. Um, The Child's Play remake. Oh, fuck. Go back and listen to our uh, This episode. has a high rating, though. Go back and listen to our episode if you didn't like it. Yeah, it's 5.8 IMDb. Um, 63, oh, it's actually not that high. 63% critics, 57% audience. Yeah. All I'm going to say is, is go back and listen to our episode. You are my buddy. (laughs) You're my best friend. Mark Hamill pulling in the money last year. (laughs) Mark Hamill being Chucky and Luke Skywalker, like, in two movies. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> I just realized that. I'm like Mark Hamill rolling in the money. Oh my god, I know, right? Wait, <sighs> it was just Oh my god, I would love a blooper from Rise of Skywalker single... where he starts oh, singing no, that. No, I would no, I no. <laughs> no. Oh my god. If he just like looked at Ray and was like Oh my You god. are my <laughs> Can we get that on the deleted scenes, please? <laughs> If you guys ever hear this podcast, Mark Hamill and Daisy Ridley, please. (laughs) That is incredible. Or actually, actually. if if you could, if you could do that to uh, Han, (laughs) I need Harrison Ford involved, please. (laughs) So yeah, that, uh, you are my buddy. Or if you pulled one of those dolls on the set. Oh my God. I cannot. He's like driving the millennium. (laughs) The movie was basically like. A robot single white female. Like, he was like... He's like, I love you. A bad breakup. Like, that crazy chick or dude, you dump, and then they're just, like, stalking you. And they're like, I will not be ignored. I will not be ignored, Andy. I will not be ignored. I'm still thinking about him driving the Millennium Falcon. (laughs) Oh, God. This bitch pulls out a fucking lightsaber and he's like, I will not be I ignored. am one with the force. I will not be ignored, Handy. With the fucking lightsaber. I am one with the force. <laughs> you don't know the power of the dark side. <laughs> and his eyes like, they're red. His eyes start glowing. <laughs> what are we doing? We almost oh. broke Casper. Oh, oh my God. I, I'm just picturing him being like, you are my buddy. <laughs> And Han and Ray are like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> and then Chucky, the real Chucky comes out of nowhere and is like, fuck you. And just kills him. Right. Yeah, uh, that. This ugh. is what I really wish I was an artist. I would ugh. draw this shit. I know, like, right? I, I would, I would. Like, if I had any artistic ability whatsoever, <sighs> I would, I would immediately write this into, like, like a this comic, is a comic right here. And like, then post it immediately. Ugh. So, they just uh, came up with some great ideas. Hey, artists out there, go do that. My last one, 
which Becky didn't even know this existed. And I literally came up on this randomly. Thank you, Sci-Fi Channel. Is um, in case anybody wanted to know, this uh, past year they made another Critters movie, and it was awful. And it was called Critters Attack, and it was on Sci-Fi Channel. I wouldn't even know that. And it got a three point seven IMDb. Um, and the only reason, oh my God, somebody the top voted taglines: bad acting, boring, cringeworthy, unrealistic, unconvincing, wacky, predictable, corny, cliche. And depressing. Depressing? <laughs> oh. <laughs> critters Attack works on depressing. the most basic of expectations to see critters bound around like kickballs and f- at times feast on the limbs of unlikely adults. Okay, so to be fair, anybody that is a fan of the old school Critters movies from back in the day, the movies weren't great. They weren't awful. But I mean, they were fucked up. These little things were like, what the fuck? And you try to kick them and they like gnaw your leg off like critters. And you're were, trying to just eat and they critters won't eat. were fucked up. But for them, so I saw D. Wallace, who was in the original ones, was in this one, and I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And as over the top as the original ones were, this one took it to a whole nother level. And it's like it was trying to be gremlins, which low-key the other ones kind of worked. I don't know. They were it was just weird. It was weird, it was bizarre. I was like. I don't know why I'm watching this, but let's keep it going. And uh, <laughs> when you're kind of like halfway through it, and you're like, fuck it. I'm halfway yeah, through. I might as well, I'm halfway through it. it. I might as well fucking finish it. Like, why not? And uh, yeah, I mean, if I had to pick a worst, it was definitely going to go on the list. got a 44% critic score and a 40% audience score. So they were, everyone was pretty much just about on the same page. Yeah. With it. Um, You want to go ahead with your Did worst? you have any special mentions on your worst? I personally no, don't. I only had no. um, special missions on the meh and the... Yeah, I did too, because there really weren't... <clears throat> best. There really weren't too many that I saw this year that See, I thought See, 2019 was a game changer yeah. for horror. It really was. 2019 had some really solid horror movies that came out. There weren't There weren't too many that I saw that were, that were bad. Right. Which is unusual. Yeah, I mean, it was hard for us to even narrow it down to five, so... As far as worst goes, like best, I was struggling. best really wasn't that difficult, but worst was was hard. Um, so I match Becky with Child's Play remake and the Curse of La 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 Rona. Um, so another one I had is Mercy Black. And I don't know if any of you have seen Mercy Black, but if you remember the story about the two girls that, um, the actual Slender Man, the actual Slender Man story, this is it. They just changed Mercy or Slender Man to Mercy Black and have like the girls, the one that's in the mental hospital, if she would have gotten out of the mental hospital, like maybe 10 years from now, that's this movie. It's really fucked up to do that. And I didn't like it mostly because of that reason. Um, See, the critics gave it a 40% and audience gave it 24. So clearly the audience is like, no. Like, as soon as I started watching it, I was like, this movie is literally the real story. And the IMDb was 4.9. I really don't appreciate that they did that. And people can say that they didn't do that. But if you knew the story as well as I have researched that story, that's what it was. Well, I looked up 
what the movie was about. And I was like, it's the exact same story. And I have not seen the movie, but when I looked it up after Becky telling me about it, I was like, it is the exact same story. And can I just say real quick that I just happened to find out that the director of Mercy Black is the same guy. Wait, hold up. I got to get a special mention. No, that came out last year. The same guy that directed Mercy Black directed Bloodfest, which you still haven't seen yet. And that movie is incredible. Why? <laughs> you know, I guess some directors have their hits and their misses because that is really disappointing. Because if you guys have seen Bloodfest, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sure a few of you are probably going to disagree. It got a five... They got a 5.3 IMDb and a 53% Rotten Tomatoes. But I thought it was an incredible movie. I thought as a horror fan, the concept was amazing. And I fucking loved it. So when I looked I at the director. I can't watch that. Watch that. Watch. watch. I can't wait to watch it. Can't watch it. <laughs> Looking at it's the same director. I was really upset. I'm like, dude. Well, you know, you win some, you lose some. But at least he didn't write it. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta this. look at the, the. Sometimes it's the writer's fault. Yeah, you know. Sometimes. Um, yeah, the next one I have on my that. list is called Wounds, and I'm not 100 percent sure as to why there's no audience score on on Rotten Tomatoes because it says it's not out yet. Because it says the release date's March 29th of 2019, and that's almost a year ago, so I'm confused. But <laughs> there's yeah. a 53 percent critic score. 4.1 um, IMDb. This movie had a deep meaning that was not executed well. It was, <clears throat> excuse me, it was like, I always, anytime I ever talk about a movie that has a really good story, but it's not executed well, is always the Lazarus effect. I will always go back to that oh. movie because that movie, the cast was amazing. It the, had it just everything. Literally it was the writing. It had everything. And then you watch it and you're like, what? <laughs> Literally. What? Um, so Wounds w Wounds is worth a watch for you to get the story of it. Because like I said, it's, it's actually a decent movie about this guy who's like, um, he works at a bar. He gets a phone that was left. Come to find out these people all, like do some kind of weird ass killing. And he's trying to figure out who the owner of the phone is. And then he gets like infected and... It's it sounds really stupid and it kind of is because it's a deep <laughs> like it sounds stupid. It's a it's a deep concept when you watch the movie, but it wasn't executed well cuz it I had to look up the meaning cuz I was like what the fuck me and my roommate were like what did we watch and I was like I'm going to look up the meaning of the ending and when I did I was like yeah this was not executed well at all like it was So watch it if you want it does have Dakota Johnson in it, and she's pretty cool. If you're a Fifty Shades fan, there you go. Um, <clears throat> but other than that, I was like, I don't, I'll never watch it again. I'm good. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, last, but actually, this one was on my mail list, but I had to come up with another movie that... See, that was me. Prodigy was on my list at first. Right. I was like, mm, you know. This movie that I literally only watched for Patrick Wilson, it's called In the Tall Grass. This movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I. You know, for all the people that were saying it was great, there were so many other people that were like, no. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to watch this. this so, spoiler cast. alert on this one there's a giant ass rock. <laughs> 
And I broke Becky. Did you guys ever watch the SpongeBob episode where he drives this rock? Because he's like, this rock is amazing. Well, they don't drive the rock, but apparently this rock is of alien form. And it (laughs) makes this weird time loop. And, like, time is fucked up because of this rock. And nothing is explained. Nothing. You had to explain it as that Spongebob episode. Because <laughs> I'm like, it's a rock. That's, That's literally what I'm, happened when they when they walked into the middle of the... Dying. Because mi- the- I'm, I'm imagining them just walking out into the middle where the grass splits and then they see fucking the giant rock from Spongebob. I literally went, it's a rock. <laughs> like... My roommate didn't get the joke, but I was like, it's a rock. Oh, I probably would have had a heart and, attack and um, laughed so hard. They were just like, oh, this rock. And they were like, it does these things. And it's never explained. The rock is never explained. And they're all in some weird time loop thing. So I'm like, the movie fucks with you. It's a decent mind fuck because there, there's like time problems. But I'm like, what the? Where the fuck did this rock come from? Is it of na- alien nature? Is it demonic? What the fuck is that? And then everyone's just like, oh, the rock. And then everyone's like dying. And then they're That's watching. <laughs> it's a rock. <laughs> <laughs> and they might as well just walk up and hug it like SpongeBob does. <laughs> and I just, I didn't get it. I was disappointed. I said I really only watched it for Patrick Wilson, but. It says that it received mixed reviews from critics with many praising the performances, atmosphere, and faithfulness to the novel, but criticize its inconsistent tone and dialogue. There you go. That's pretty much it. Like, the acting was great. I absolutely give give it. The acting was good. But this, it had too many holes. Yeah, it was written. It was written <laughs> it was by. Written. <laughs> it's based on a book from 2012 that was written by Stephen King and his son, Joe Hill. Um, I bet the book explains so much more. I bet it does. Well, and that's usually what happens. You know, some, I was, I was just having this conversation the other day that sometimes a lot of directors um, take artistic, because if a, if a movie, usually if a movie is based on a book, if the authors aren't involved with adapting a screenplay, whoever wrote it takes artistic license. <laughs> and then if the person that did write it comes on and writes the screenplay, then the director tends to take quote unquote artistic license. And I've only seen less than less than a handful of movies translate well mm-hmm. from books. It just doesn't always happen. It doesn't. Because you run into that problem where they take this quote unquote artistic control and they just completely change the whole fucking movie practically. Mm-hmm. And and then if you're one where you didn't read the book like this <laughs> and you watch the movie and you're like, the fuck? And then you, so then you're really like, should I even, like maybe I should read the book because... I, I bet you nine times out of ten you're gonna. The, I just want to know what the, the fuck book, the and the book was. will just be like, oh, okay. Well, at least I get what's going on. This motherfucking rock makes no sense. Like my friend Kai messaged me and she's like, "Have you seen in the Tongress?" I said, "No." And she's like, "It's fucked up." And I watched it. And I said, "What the fuck did I watch?" She goes, "I don't know either." <laughs> she's like, 
I, I made no sense. <laughs> okay, so I was afraid that it was going to end up being like the happening, which was god awful. That's the worst movie of the decade. That, <laughs> <laughs> that's just from two. <laughs> the worst movie from of the decade. From 2010 to 2020. The Happening was the worst movie of the decade, hands down. It really was. It really... I, that movie, <laughs> I just snorted so hard. What the fuck? <laughs> that movie was so bad. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, first of all, Mark Wahlberg, stop. Second of all... Stop it. Like, stay in your lane, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Okay, you you know. Don't ever venture out of that lane ever again. What type of you know what type of movies work for you? Stay in your motherfucking lane, Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) That's first and foremost. And you all know what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay, Transformers. Stay in your lane, Marky Mark. Stay in your lane. Number two, robots and like guys. Can I say I'm glad in my Shyamalan? redeemed himself because he has had some great movies but that no that movie was no <laughs> that movie was no that's what Just that movie was no. and the only reason why it got an r rating is because they said fuck a couple of times and there was blood there was a little bit of blood oh fuck <laughs> that was why that movie got an r rating i was like excuse me did you know the village almost got r- it almost got a what a stroke <laughs> I almost had a stroke. The village almost had a stroke. The village almost had a stroke. Oh, God. The village almost had an R rating because of the music. I'm going to have a stroke now. Not the music that's actually in the movie, but there was going to be worse music. More like climatic music. Really? Listen, I loved the village, and that music was fucking beautiful. I don't care what anybody says. Great. That music is gorgeous but the happening was not the happening the was happening was not happening shit <laughs> it was not happening that is definitely in my one of the worst movies it got the to the end list. and i was like so grass killed them grass well in the tall grass, grass. you got rock right doing and it. that's why i said in this movie i was like wait grass <laughs> wait gra- wait <laughs> i've seen this before and i will not be fooled again okay don't do it. Won't get fooled again. What was the IMDb? <coughs> excuse me, rating on that. Yeah, I'm because Rotten Tomatoes is pretty legit. Thirty-eight percent critics, thirty-six percent audience. It got five point four. Anything, anything over a five for IMDb is decent. It it really is. Honestly, for horror, I, I feel for like horror being, for sure. Yeah, I feel like they're they're being really nice. That might be because I feel like oh. certain. I feel like when they give it. That type of rating, it's people that are almost indifferent to it. Yeah. I feel like when it gets about a five, like between a four and a five, <clears> either you have people that were like, eh, <coughs> or people that were like, Mm-mm. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm full of this phlegm. Phlegms. All the phlegms. Um, okay, so we'll go on to best. Uh, do we want to do meh first? Yeah, and we then should. Best? Um, I I'm have... sorry, I'm going <laughs> to... That was me trying that to, was, like... Sorry, guys. I'm sure that was probably a lot loud. She did that away from the microphone, I was, too. like, trying to quiet it, too. That's why I was like, eww. <laughs> I was trying to hold it in. We swear we're not drunk. Swear. 
I swear. I didn't to, even get drunk last night. Like, I swear to drunk. Oh, I was drunk. <laughs> I do white. I drank an entire like, bottle of wine on barely anything on my stomach. Yeah, so that's I was not good. I had two white claws. That was like, I was, I was pretty drunk. sleepy. Um, Another reason why I had to stop watching The Mandalorian. I'm like, I'm not going to remember any of this. <laughs> so I only had three. Like, <clears throat> meh. Uh, Ma. Only because, ma! again, yeah, ma. You sound like a fucking um, crow. I lo- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Every time I hear people mention a crow, I think of Dumbo, and that's a terribly racist reference. <laughs> But I'm sorry. <laughs> ah, show it. God, fucking Becky over here being I'm, racist. I'm hell. sorry, I'm not racist. I'm black. Not I'm to not. be racist or anything. I'm black. I'm not racist. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and I'm white. I'm also not racist. That's hilarious. Um, anyway, um, what the fuck? I can't. Like, I don't even know where where we were. We're talking about Ma. 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 Um. Okay, so the main actress, Octavia Spencer, love her, was absolutely incredible. Love her so much. I was so, so happy to see a leading role go to a black woman, of all things. Um, And Luke Evans, my undying love for another gay man, my life. Um, My (laughs) love, my life. Tis is my life. Um, But... (laughs) Again, it could, there was like, you had this concept and you just, eh. It was so predictable. It was, it was very it predictable. Was very predictable. Very. I enjoyed it. Cause it's on my mail list. Too. Yeah. Cause I couldn't, I couldn't <clears throat> say it was terrible, but I was it just wasn't like. It wasn't terrible, but it was one of those movies where you went into it, you knew everything and you knew what was going to happen, but it played out nicely. It did. Um, happy death day to you. Did you get the IMDb rating on oh, that one? Oh, uh, that was 5.6. <clears throat> it was a 54% critics and a 64% audience. Again, I feel like people were just indifferent. That was a it. very man movie. <clears throat> um, and then Happy Death Day to You, which I think you and I both agreed it's on. It's on mine too. Terrible, but the first one was so much better. And I am so surprised it's got a 6.2 IMDb. And it's, it's not a 70% critics I know! rating. The audience though is a fifty-eight, so yeah, the audience see. was very mad. See, the re- here's here's the reason why this movie is on mad for me. The first one is one of my favorite movies. Oh, first one is fantastic. This one got way too romancy and way too sci-fi, which is fine because I love sci-fi. I love sci-fi. I love sci-fi, but this one got a little bit too feelsy. Okay, and can I just say from someone who has <clears throat> lost their mother to pick? Like, I don't even fucking care. I'm spoiler alerting the shit out of this. To pick never seeing your mother again over some guy you, like, barely know from... That isn't even sure if you're, like, dating or not. Well, I feel... That part I didn't like. I did not like that. I really didn't like that. I'm sorry. Maybe I took it personally. On a level of only because I don't think it had anything to do with the guy. I think it had to do with the fact that it wasn't her memories. Because every time her mother oh, was like, "Oh, right." Do you so, remember when we did this? And she's like, "No," because yeah, it wasn't her she, life. Oh, fuck. See, that's right. I totally forgot that. So really, because yeah, she would want to see her mom again, but it wouldn't. That's what made it her really wouldn't it. be her mom. Yeah, and it technically for her mom really wouldn't be her because there would be memories that 
her mom would have that she would have to, what were you going to do? Just pretend like you exactly. have Exactly. And that's why her mom was like, do you remember this? And up. she's like, and that's when she said, she said it herself. She said, those aren't my memories. Well, shit. Okay. But I see why you took it that way. 100%. I see that. I didn't consider that. Because I was just like, you like barely know this dude. Because like, Danielle said the same thing. Mom. She was like, why would you do that? And then when I said that, she's like, you're right. That <laughs> And I was like. Because that would suck. That would suck. Because she clearly was like oh my really god upset like, over that wanted she's to be like, with her mom yeah like obviously <clears throat> you know it was yeah so i don't think it had anything to do with the guy because she, she could have left him she seemed like she was indifferent she didn't care but it was more like he seemed like he was who she's like this isn't my life these aren't my memories which makes total sense Still, it's on the mad list because it was too romancy and it was too. And I agree. I totally and... agree with you on that one. It, it got, it was too in the feels, and I didn't understand why. I was like, I came for a horror movie slasher comedy, not a romance sci-fi yeah. novel. <laughs> um, Pet Cemetery was my last one. I only had three. We also um, agree <laughs> on that one as well. Because it, it wasn't terrible. Oh my god, um, I can't spell pet. And as far as remakes go, it I enjoyed it. Um, but it I'm very indifferent to it. It it definitely wasn't gonna go on my worst list, but it definitely wasn't gonna go on my best list either. So that's that's kind of why it ended up on my Well, just like we agreed list. when we were talking about when we were talking about it, we felt the same way about the original. Yeah. We just liked the ending better. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it's really exactly. <clears throat> um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the 2019 version here. It keeps giving me the old one, which the old one apparently did not do very well. That's stupid. No, it didn't. Which is awful because I liked the old one. Uh, they're actually about the same. The critics is a 57 percent, and the audience is a 34 percent. And I know the original was pretty low too. 5.8 IMDb. <clears throat> IMDb is right. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes is not. <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm dying. And the original one, not Pet Cemetery Two. Uh, that's like a zero. <laughs> Can we not do that. Um, I'm like, why is it not giving me the original one? I, see, I had the other problem. It was giving me the it's new wanting one. to give me Pet Cemetery Two, and I'm like, no, sir. You're like, like fuck off. <laughs> We are not doing that. Okay, here we go. Pet Cemetery 1989, 6.6 IMDb. So it actually got a higher. So IMDb got a higher IMDb rating. Yeah, like I said, it wasn't going to go on my best list, but it wasn't going to go on my worst list. And I kind of felt the way about the original one too. So yeah. Um. So I agree with all three of her meds, but I have other three meh. <laughs> this, I have three more meh. I have three more meh. list. Uh, okay, so uh, The Prodigy is on my meh list. Because I didn't right. dislike it, but all I could see was Piper Chapman. I think that was my biggest problem, was I'm like... Oh, me too. Because I hate sometimes when I can't differentiate an actor. We were just talking, we were about, just this. talking about this. Because usually I'm I'm fine with it, but when I've literally only seen somebody in one thing for a really long time, because she has been Piper Chapman for seven years to me, and then to see her in 
a horror film. I'm like, Patmer Chapman got out of prison and she had a baby and now he's crazy. Oh. <laughs> now he's a devil. <laughs> he's literally Satan. No. <laughs> um, I thought the movie, I, I did, it was predictable, but I, I thought it played out well. So that went in my meh. Um, another one that went in my mail was one called The Hole on the Ground. That one was being called the scariest movie of 2019. First of all, if that's what it's being called, you know it isn't. It's not. Um, that movie was fucked up, but it was okay. It was not... Me and my roommate watched it together, and we both were like, yeah, that was, that was a decent watch, but we weren't like... Praise be. That was so fucking scary. I won't be able to sleep tonight. Because the concept of it was actually really cool. But it was just literally meh. I'm going to look up on IMDb what that got. I'm going uh, to you said hole in the ground? The hole in the ground. Okay. Oh, wow. On Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> the critics gave it an 85%. And the audience gave it a 50. So the audience clearly was also 5.7 IMDb. So audience was also clearly meh on that. And then the last one on my meh list is The Silence. And I don't know if anybody... I only actually watched that for Kieran and Shipka because Sabrina... I was going to watch it for her and uh, Stanley Tucci because I adore that man. Um, but it is literally a quiet place. It did, and see, that was the number one reason why I didn't watch it. Yeah. I was like, I've seen this movie. <laughs> it was it was good, though. It's definitely worth a watch. I 100% um, definitely say you should watch it. But it's a great value version of A Quiet Place. Because A Quiet Place was fucking incredible. So good. Sequel um, comes out this year. Sequel I know. Did you watch the year. trailer? Oh, my God. <laughs> I did. I see Emily Blunt, and I'm like, captivated? <laughs> Um, the critics gave it a 32% and audience gave it a 22. 5.3 IMDb. So, loved the cast, but it was just literally a knockoff. And some movies do that. Yeah. You can have this, like, you'll see this cast and you're like, oh, Lazarus Effect. And then... (laughs) (laughs) And then you're like, oh. I'm really, that's why I'm freaking out over the cast of Little Women. And I don't even like Little Women. And I'm like, I'm about to watch this for the cast. Well, the cast of the original one with uh, Winona Ryder and everything. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, that one was so... And again, I'm not... I never read the book. but I didn't read the book either. I watched the original one. For me. I watched the original one because Winona Ryder. And... <laughs> and this one, I'm like... I literally saw... I didn't even know it was coming out. And then I saw a trailer for it. And I was like, oh, my God. Emma Watson, oh my god, Florence Pugh, oh my god, Laura, Laura Dern, oh my god, Meryl Sh- what is happening? Yeah, Timothy <laughs> Chalamet has been promoting it a lot, because he's in it. He's so cute. He's adorable. He's totes adorbs. I'm like, oh my god, this this kid. I'm like, I don't know how old you are, I don't know where you came from, but you're adorable. <laughs> hey, you cute. <laughs> so, we're on to the best. Our best. Um, and again, mine aren't any in any particular order. Same. Um, I went with Midsummer. Can we just talk about Midsummer? First of all, <laughs> listen to our podcast episode that we did about it. Um, Midsummer. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Midsummer. Oh, great. Seven point two IMDb rating. Um, really. This movie was incredible. 
83% critics rating, 63% audience. That's, that's all I can say. This movie was, it was... It's on my list, too. That's why I'm like, yes, let's talk about Midsummer for a second. Um, we both loved Hereditary so much. So when we found out Ari Aster was coming out with another movie, it was like, sign me the fuck up. Also, and, can uh, sign me the fuck up for that cult, please. Uh, yes. I will join. <laughs> yes! Place looks beautiful! It's gorgeous. The they food. put a woman at the center. <laughs> Can we talk about that? And running around in the field. And we're just frolicking. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm you, it's it. it's just a really great breakup movie. I am all, oh, can we, yes. <laughs> can we talk great... about the strength this woman gets at the end? And it's all female empowerment. And it's loving the fact it. that Florence Pugh is literally in everything right now. Like she's just joined the Marvel cast. She's in Black Widow. Everyone goes for that Marvel money. <laughs> right? Like, oh, Disney, put me in one of those movies. I'm going to take that money. I don't blame them one bit. I don't blame them either. Not at all. Um, But it was just incredible. It, it was, was. It was so good. We have a whole podcast episode on it. If you're new and you want to listen to it, it's the Ari Aster episode where we also talk about Hereditary. So go listen to it because we go in depth. Yeah. Very in depth about it. Um. Us had to be on that list. Um, um yeah. 6.9 IMDb. Um, I, you know, and I, I still know. hear a lot of people are very indifferent to it. Um, <clears throat> and I'm still one of these people where I did personally like Get Out better, but I only think that was because, and I've, I've had discussions with people, I think it's because Get Out for me was very relatable being black and being in interracial relationships currently and in the past. So Get Out was very relatable, hence the reason why I liked it more, which I feel <clears> a lot of people, if they've been in that situation, felt the same way. But Us was just so different, and it was so captivating, and there was just the music, the, the, the God, acting, music. just everything, everything, everything hit, and... Lupita Nyong'o is queen. She's everything. Um, Lupita Nyong'o needs to be in every movie. She's, <laughs> she's every movie. I mean, she is She's just... in Star Wars. Yeah, she is. Like, this this bitch yeah. is in every movie, and she... Yeah. Continue that. She's incredible. <laughs> in everything. She's amazing. She's, she's gorgeous. getting Marvel she's money. She's getting talented. Star Wars money. <laughs> she's a sweetheart. She's funny. I love her. There's, I love her to death. Along. And bravo Jordan Peele. I mean, we have a whole Jordan Peele episode too, by the way. This guy is just <laughs> killing the game. Yeah, we do. Please, um, go is that, to that Candyman movie coming out this year? I don't know. It needs to be. Um, I'm like, <laughs> it needs to right now. Have that movie happen like <laughs> yesterday? Yesterday? Yeah, exactly. Well, if I've it was been... yesterday, then it would have been last year. Someone's going to smack me one day. It's fine. Wow. It says the release date is June 12th, 2020. So, oh, nice. That is this year. Uh, that's his next horror movie, y'all. And Jordan Peele is killing it. And it's going to be amazing. And I'm pretty sure Tony Todd is in it. And I'm all about that life. So. Yeah. Universal announced the, the date. Oh, I'm loving it. I am so excited. Um, Us, actually, for critics, got a 93%. An audience got a 59, and I don't understand why the audience is so low, because I had that movie figured out in 15 minutes, and it captivated me. 
I had it figured out. I figured out the twist literally within like the first 15 minutes of the movie and I was still just glued to the screen because the the way the cast worked together was fantastic. The like Becky said the music and it like I told her before, it was so nice and we discussed this in the us episode, but it was so nice to see a black family treated normal. They could have put a white family in that movie. They could have, but I've seen <laughs> but that movie. We've seen that movie. <laughs> and, and he was like the most dad got, of dads. Too. Everybody got oh my god. <laughs> he was such he a was dad. my dad. He was uh <laughs> like it just and and Jordan Peele got so much flack for that comment, and that's so stupid. We've white, black, everybody, we've all seen that movie play out where it's a white family. Black families grow up like that too. Yeah. And you know, it it didn't that didn't matter. It was one of those where you could watch it and you're just like, oh, they're black. Like, no. And it's like, well, because it happens. Well, I know how good it made you feel. And I was I was like, I'm, I was so I'm happy very happy how like, this did, how he did first this. First of all, it's a horror film, so it's within a genre that I love. Second of all, like I'm seeing the way I grew up, you know, play out on film and I didn't see this growing up. I didn't have this growing up. I never I never saw this growing up. So yeah, please listen to our Jordan Peele episode because there's like not enough great things that we can say about him for what he's doing for black people in, in horror. He just he also was not the enough first I can say winner of an Oscar for mm-hmm. um was it director? Yeah, for Get Out. For Get Out. <clears throat> Get Out is yep. so good. Oh my God, that movie there's Literally Lord Jesus. Enough. Literally not enough I can say about that. The movie. music in that movie was really good too. Um yeah, his who's his composer's killing it. He needs to keep that composer. This is one I'm gonna get <clears throat> shit on. And I don't care. I'll wipe it off. Um well before before I get shit on this one. Uh, I might even get shit on the other one. So the, these next two I might get shit Midsummer, all the shit on. We'll get shit on for Midsummer. Um, it's fine. It chapter two. Come at me. Well, come at me. It's on my <laughs> yeah, list too. Um yeah, it got a 6.7 IMDb rating. Um, I loved it. I absolutely you loved, it? loved Hello. Hello. <laughs> as great as the first one, as the chapter one was, chapter two was just the icing on the cake. Those kids. That's all I can say. I mean, the, the casting, casting. The casting in that movie is what did it. Yeah. The casting in that movie is what did it for me. It was, it was just flawless. It was just absolutely flawless. And Jessica Chastain stole it. I feel like out of anybody in the, in the, out of the, the adults in that cast, she did. And, uh, Richie. <laughs> he, that he was, he hurt he was me. My, he was my soul. He, he hurt was, me. He was, he, he, he hurt my feelings. He hurt my feelings really <laughs> he fucking made me bad. Cry. You made me cry, Richie. He made me cry. <laughs> like like when cry. I realized that he was actually in love with Eddie, I was like, okay. I know. <laughs> I, was I, like, know. I... I know. I know. We were just like, fuck. That's, that's just not fair. And the fact that just he didn't have to fair. say it. He no. didn't have to say it, and nope. all of them just nope. hugged on him because they just knew. Like, that That scene still hurts my feelings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. my God. I want to watch. I, I have not seen the movie since I saw either. it in theaters, and I want to, but I just, I'm going to get, I know I'm going to get emotional again. It's one of those where I'm like, 
I know when I see it again, I'm going to get emotional because it's hard not to. That last scene, that blood oath scene. Because it was beautiful. Oh my God. It was so beautiful the way they did that. Um, It got a 63% critic rating, but a 78% audience score. Most people, most people loved it. Um, I did really appreciate that they kept the hate crime in there. Um, So do I. I am also really glad that they didn't make it like the book. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> that movie much. would have been rated too, R for faggots little alone. Too, little too much God. of that. A little too much of that. Then we have to take into context when the book was written. That's, I mean, Versus yeah. now, because yeah. we can't. Obviously. We're, we're not having all that. Yeah. It, it's just constant. But, you know, it, it, it was just very neat. It was needed. You don't see a lot of that in movies because it makes people uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh, it makes you uncomfortable? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well. Okay. <laughs> it needs you need to be uncomfortable. Well, it's just like when slavery movies come out and people are like, that movie made me feel uncomfortable. I literally screamed really? at white people after I watched Twelve Years a Slave. <laughs> I just screamed I hate people. Like... My mom was like, Did you watch that slave movie? And I'm like, Yeah, and I'm never watching it again. That was terrible. <laughs> She's like, the movie was bad. I'm like, no, the movie was great. Like, no, the movie was great. <laughs> I hate white people, Mom. I'm like, I just really don't want to be around white people anymore. <laughs> She's like, honey, that was in the past. I'm like, I understand. <laughs> but I'm like, but... I need to hate white people for a minute. Yeah, like, we just need to, we need to have that happen. That was actually really good, though. We did Yango again. Um, She's um... in everything. Is she not in everything? <laughs> She's amazing. Um, okay, so this was the other one I know I'm gonna get <coughs> shit for. I'm sorry, I keep oh, been... Brightburn. <clears throat> and I don't know why people didn't like this movie. I loved this movie. I loved this movie. Um, it got a 57%. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, those were on tomatoes. Sorry, uh, 6.2 IMDb. You read my. I'm sorry. <laughs> How fucking dare I'm just, uh, I just gagged on my hair. <laughs> How? How dare you? Karma got me real quick. That's what happens. Couldn't even take a breath. <laughs> I know I'm going to get shit for this. It's on my care. special mentions. I love this movie. It's on my special mentions because. I was all about the concept. I was like, <laughs> Superman is an anti-hero serial killer. A serial killer. And he's literally the worst. Oh my <laughs> He's the God. worst. And to make it no a prepubescent boy who literally at that, they have nothing but sex on the... Okay, so my husband said, if that was me at that age and you gave me those powers, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> he was like, I don't even... He's like any prepubescent boy that's just going through all that a- anger and angst and you you don't know what an erection is. Like you were just like, you're trying to like deal with your body. Like there's so much going on with your body and you like, just don't know. And you got these motherfucking powers. Oh, it's done. Like it's just done. My husband said... I related like too much. Like there was just too much with Wait, that movie. Where it too? was like, I, I did wish. you just? I wish. Oh. Is he Iron Man? <laughs> I wish. No. No, he's that guy from Game of Thrones. Oh my god. <laughs> Gonna talk about that. But um, yeah. It just also. Can we please keep putting Elizabeth Banks in horror? Um. Films? Yes. Can we? 
Special mention to the after credit scenes with Michael Rooker as the fucking, like, Alex Jones. I never laughed so hard. That was great. So hard. I was in the theater, like, hysterical. Like, people were turning around like, ma'am. I'm like, I was laughing because I got the joke. Because I yeah. knew he was supposed, he was, he was trying to be, like, clearly Sean Gunn was trying to make him out to be, like, a, a Alex Jones type right. guy. And it was just perfect. Well, and as he was saying, like, you were hearing like these like meta, he was making references to other ones out there. And you're like, what the fuck? Like this could like, if that could turn into a whole universe, I just, to take horror and put it with superheroes was like every, you guys just heard us say that Avengers Endgame was in our top of our 2019 movies that wasn't horror. So you take two people that love fucking superhero movies and horror and you smash those two together. It's like throwing a couple lightsabers and throwing a princess. We've got the best got movie the perfect in the world. Movie. <laughs> Some kind of Narcos cocaine ring. And then, I don't know how that works. They're drug dealers. They're drug dealers. And they use lightsabers as their weapons. Because you know how in Star Wars some of them yes. have the Force and some of them don't? So there's no Force in this because the superheroes live. So there's no Force, but they have lightsabers. Yes. I got you. <laughs> um, this one got a 57% critics rating and a 67% audience score. And I know a lot of people personally that really liked this movie. Oh, I do too. I do too. So, I mean, I, I loved it. I kind of wish... That they would make a sequel in a way, because oh. I want a girl in it with the same powers that he yeah. meets. That'd be yeah, bomb as fuck. Yeah, that movie was great. I don't know what that voice was, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my my last one was uh, crawl that Crawling I just watched recently. In my skin. It's so hard not to say that. <laughs> Lincoln Park reference. These words. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. You're like no. <laughs> No. My voice was like, we're not doing this right now. Your voice is like, stop. <clears throat> um, My voice is like, you got... screamed over Baby Yoda too much today. Stop. He is everything. Um, <laughs> it got a 6.2 IMDb. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. I really enjoyed this movie. A lot of people I know love this movie. Me. Um, it's in my special mentions. I thought the concept was great because... It's, uh, I'd never seen, you know, we've seen like Jaws or those, you know, we've, I feel like there's just been a series of like after Jaws, it seemed like 20 years later, then we're just having all these shark movies fucking come out. But for somebody to do one with fucking alligators, I was like, I feel like this is a real life scenario fuck? too. Like this could actually oh, happen. Cause yes. I have a, I have an aunt and uncle that live down in uh, Florida and they'll be sitting at the pool. And she's like, yeah, baby alligator will just wander up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bitch, what? <laughs> I'm like, where's its mama? Well, I'm I mean, like, and they're getting driven out of, you know, a lot of areas. You know, true. climate changes. Uh, just the whole. Well, and what's really fucking with the ecosystem down there is snakes. And people getting rid of snakes. And I mean, like, large pythons. That once they're released, they just start getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And these pythons can eat baby alligators. <laughs> so. These pythons can eat boar. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not even kidding. So, oh, yeah. A, little, a, a child? Like, they, I mean, they can. So, me? Um, <laughs> me well, maybe half. Kind of the size of a child. So, maybe my toe. Yeah, there was a lot. I think that's what fucked me up the most about that movie is I've watched a lot of stuff about, like, alligators and, like, ugh. There was just a lot. In and you know, movie I really was, enjoy movies. I'm like, holy shit, that could fucking happen. Fuck. Right? That's what really gets me is that it that that's real, obviously. Like, alligators are real. Floods are real. Hurricanes are real. And again, can we just say it was one of those movies that the whole time you were like, if this fucking dog... Save the dog. We were just talking about this. Oh, how she many, How many of you out there were like, oh, she died? That fucking dog. <laughs> like, if the dog dies, I the will throw this TV. Dies. Yeah, like you could kill off every person in the movie, but if the fucking dog dies, done. Yeah, then we're done. I also have to say, I enjoy a movie that has barely any plot, but it sucks you fully in. Because that movie really, there was like no plot. You're it just was like, sus- I just want them to escape. That's the plot. Yeah. Yeah, there's this but the whole time you're like, I can't check on her dad, my eyes off and the it screen. Like, it just because it was so suspenseful. There was mm-hmm. so much going on where you were like, it was one of those where you're just like, time. yeah, I love, I love that movies like that. <clears throat> that like you're you're <clears throat> almost holding your breath through the entire movie because you're so like on edge because you have no. It's very rare no for a movie idea. with barely any plot to pull me in like that did. Yeah. I like, was glued. Are they going to get out of this? <laughs> like, that's I was all glued. I just kept saying. Like, I'm what's like, gonna what's gonna what the what's fuck? Because every moment around every turn, you just did not know. Because on top of dealing with these fucking alligators, you're dealing with a hurricane. I mean, that, that in itself. So you've got literal just like mother nature. This is not like just some, this is not like some supernatural killer coming after you. You've just got... Mother Nature, and fucking, it's like bad enough that, and it's like these fucking alligators. Can I just say that scene in that bathroom, though? That was awesome. That was amazing. Because we grew up with sliding glass shower That doors. made me think about that scene from I Love Lucy, with Lucy and Ethel, when they were getting, like, caught in the shower, and it was, like, <laughs> filling up. <laughs> Do you remember that? That could I, I, that could probably actually happen. Oh, yeah. I wanted to try to do that as a kid. No, I do remember this because I wanted to try to do that as a kid. My parents were like, absolutely not. If you flood this fucking bathroom. <laughs> well, they didn't say fucking, but like I got the <laughs> And like. The, the fucking was implied. Yeah. Like we, we had those growing up. Like those shower doors. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to do that. Like fill the whole thing up. Like a fucking pool in the bathroom. I'm like, mm-mm. That's so funny. I'm like, my parents would kill me. Like my parents would kill like, me. <clears throat> no, we're done. Like, um, you are grounded for the rest of your life. <laughs> Forever. Forever. But yeah, those are all, those were all my. Oh, it got an 83% critics rating and a 75% audience score. Awesome. Yeah. Really, really Could, well done. Could not agree more. Um, so my other two that Becky did not mention is Annabelle Comes Home. Uh, that, that is one, a special mention for me. That, that gets a special mention great. because that's a Conjuring film. Any of the Conjuring films, not including La Llorona, because that's not mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
any of the Conjuring films, I obviously have a soft spot for. Um, Same. Especially when Vera and Patrick are both in it. Same. Um, <laughs> I did not like that they weren't in this one very very much, but I understand with the concept, obviously they couldn't. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, also love the little girl that played Judy. McKenna Grace. Uh, she played young... Bre- young Brie Larson. Well, I mean, technically, yeah, but yeah, young Captain Marvel. What was her name? Carol Danvers. I'm like, it ex- I'm wearing a Captain Marvel shirt. I'm so terrible. Um, but yeah, she did a fantastic job playing Judy. I loved the storyline. I love that they introduced so many new Warren stories that they can like make a movie from now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, the werewolf is one of, or the hellhound is one of them. Um, we have the new conjuring movie coming out this year, but I'm just, I, well, I, I thought it was good and a lot of people shit on it, but I thought it was actually really good. Anybody that has seen footage of what the Warren occult museum, actual occult museum looked like at the time. It, I was so, so happy to see a movie based on that because you knew every time from the very first movie you would see glimpses of the inside of that of that museum, you knew that every item in there, not just Annabelle, but that every item in there had a story connected to it. So it was so, it, like, I, I was fascinated by that, just knowing that. Um, but also just everything that tied around it, having having it be centralized around Judy, because Judy does in real life share similar um abilities. clairvoyant <clears throat> abilities as her mother Lorraine did. So uh yeah, and the ending really got me. The ending was the ending really got me because Lorraine especially has a really soft spot in my heart and both uh, of us ed just i miss her but those two need to be together they deserve to be together they they love each other and i i applaud vera and patrick so much for bringing for showing their love on screen because above everything those two really really loved each other and they were meant for each other and Vera and Patrick just are amazing in bringing that to life. Like, I want to meet them so bad, but I'm going to be so emotional when I meet them. I'm just going to walk up to them and immediately burst, burst into, into tears. tears. Yeah. And they're just going to be like, it like could go one of two ways. They could, they could be like, it's okay, your security. Like, I feel like <laughs> no, watching I them. I don't feel like they'd be. I feel rude. like they both would be very yeah. loving very about sweet. it. And then that would just make it worse. Because Vera, Vera's... Like, if Patrick hugs me, it's... No. Like, no. watching them in interviews, if they Vera have hugs such me, a... No. <laughs> such a... What's the word? Calming aura about them? Yes. Where it's almost like... Especially Vera. Especially Vera. Patrick and which is weird, because Norma Bates is not that at all. <laughs> no. No. Absolutely not. Patrick Wilson is so soft-spoken in interviews. He is. And people have never heard him in interviews. He is... Literally never heard him. Very soft-spoken. Literally Can't never. hear him. Very He's like that girl from Pitch Perfect. Yeah, you're you're like, like, what? Like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> what? But that... Um, that He does, but Vera especially, is a very... She has a very, it's the motherly type 
Because she has kids. And you can tell she has kids. That's exactly what it is. She's such she's such and a Patrick good... does too. So yeah. you know for <clears> them <throat> to play a mom and dad and they are a mom and dad, it shows. That casting was just again, these bravo to these fucking casting directors and these movies because they <laughs> fucking nail it. When they nail it, they nail it, and they nailed it with Vera and Patrick. Especially because like the Warrens are my one of my real life heroes. So mm, them being <laughs> cast so perfectly has made me so happy. Yeah. So, so happy. And I know Lorraine said to herself, she's like, I love them. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so that got a 64% critic rating and a 70% audience rating. So it, it, it got a pretty good, good in the Annabelle regime. It is not as good as Annabelle creation. Oh no. But it is way hey, fucking better than, <laughs> than Annabelle. Annabelle. Yeah, so it would be Annabelle creation, Annabelle comes home, and then Annabelle. It'd be Annabelle creation, Annabelle comes home, and... and, and, and... <laughs> I just landed a plane. <laughs> Annabelle. <laughs> Where did it go? <laughs> it's way down there. <laughs> I don't even see it. <laughs> yeah, boy. Annabelle creation was shoe shit. <laughs> that... <laughs> The if only you've seen reason it, you'll agree with the that. The only reason it was good was because of the way it tied into creation. Oh my That's god! That's the only way it was screaming at the TV. It was screaming in the theater. <laughs> oh, that's right. You... Me and me and Mackenzie were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> we like everybody had gotten up and they were cleaning up the theater, and we were still sitting there like, at the end of none. It was the same. I still it was, can't. I can't watch The Conjuring no, the same anymore. No, I can't. No, you you never do. It fucks me up. <laughs> and Wait. when they talk about in The Conjuring what she saw, when he's like, she won't tell me what she saw. I'm like, I know what she saw. I know she saw. I know. Got it. <laughs> Five movies later, I know what she saw. <laughs> and last but not least, I have one more mention that, and I cannot wait for um, Becky to watch this movie. This movie of Ready or Not, probably in my top five movies last year, period, one of the best horror comedies I have ever seen. Um, shout out to the main chick. I don't even remember her name. What is her name? Uh, Samara Weaving. First saw her in The Babysitter, which if you haven't oh seen, that movie's God. fucking great. Yeah, Samara Weaving. Um... The, I can't, she just looks, she reminds me so much of Margot Robbie. I don't understand. She really does. And I have a hard, I I want to call, I I go, no. I legit thought it was Margot Robbie when I saw the trailer. My husband did too. I was like, oh, look, oh, it's not, who the fuck? He's like, that's not Harley Quinn. I was like, no, 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 it's not. (laughs) I was like, no. Um, this movie is hilarious. The cast is phenomenal. Um, the gore is on point, the concept is on point, the effects are on point, everything is on point. I will be seeing this very soon. It is, um, an 88% critics rating and a 78% audience score. It deserves a way higher audience score. This movie was phenomenal. Got a 6.9 IMDb. And I, I honestly, (laughs) it is a very dark humored movie, which I... (laughs) Oh, I adore. That was the first thing that attracted, first of all, Adam Brody. (laughs) Second of all, right. Jennifer's body. Second of all, right. First of all, Adam Brody. Second of all, fucking dark, dark comedies signed on. Just the concept of like, oh, they're getting married. It's like, oh, but wait, my family. And I was like, wait, what? Like, the, and Christian the Braun. Fucking, 
Donnie. <laughs> Donnie. Donnie. I have expected that. Look. Donnie? Look. And in the movie, he's Donnie. (laughs) He's literally Donnie. And I can't. Uh, Look, for any of you out there that are orphan black fans like us, this man will be Donnie (laughs) Hendrix forever. forever. They're going to put it on his fucking tombstone. I don't care. I literally, from now until forever, I don't Donnie. care. I don't care what else he's ever in. I, oh, that fucking picture that Tatiana Maslany put in her Insta story. I was like, I, no. The Did fact, you see her decade the picture? The fact that you two are. I love her so much. I literally can't. And the <laughs> fact that those two are still such great friends. I mean, every time I see pictures of them together, I'm just like, I can't. Donnie? <laughs> Allison and Donnie forever. <laughs> like, Allison. <gasps> that was amazing. Like, I can't handle I, it. I love them. And I love him. He's. I love him. He's incredible. In this movie, he's literally Donnie. <clears throat> and if you haven't watched Orphan Black, just fucking Can do you it. just go watch Orphan Black, please? <laughs> How many times do we reference? It all comes back to Orphan Black. It really does. Anytime I ever see, it does not matter what they're in. If I see a cast member from Orphan Black in something else, I scream their Orphan Black name and say, from Orphan Black. (laughs) Me the other day. Watching The Handmaid's Tale when Donnie showed up. And I was like, it's Donnie from Orphan Black. Me the other day when I was watching Age of Adeline. Cow! Like I'm just screaming cow at the TV. When he showed up in a haunting of Hill House, I was like, oh my god! Cal! Cal! God. Oh my god. We're gonna meet, I one day we are going to meet these people, and I'm gonna, I'm just, I'm going to meet him, and I'm be like, I know what you're here for, but Cal, can we, can we talk? I'll be like, Orphan Black is all that matters to me. Like, I know he's gonna be there, it's gonna be at a horror convention, I know he's gonna be there for Haunting of Hill House, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, be like, like Cal. I have an orphan black tattoo. Yes. I need to talk to you. <laughs> like, I am the Sarah of your life. I need to talk to you. <laughs> cool, you did Game of Thrones, orphan black. Yeah, okay, whatever. Cool, you anyway, did Hunting of Hill House. Yeah, 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 orphan, yeah, black. orphan black. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna need Christian Braun to come to a convention. And I just wanna know, like, how many people are actually even going to talk to him about orphan black? That's the thing that, like, I it's it's probably going to be a rarity that anybody is even going to mention it. Orphan Black has a cult following, and if you people are still joining it, obviously the Clone Club, <laughs> people are still like joining in and stuff like that. But I'm like, Orphan Black is a very knit following where it's like when you find another fan in the wild, you're just like, oh my god, <laughs> 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 you just like, grab and then you just them. don't know them from Adam, but you talk to them for an hour over Orphan Black. Yes, literally happened at Horror Hound two years ago. Well, it's you know, it's been. I don't usually watch a lot of like TV, like regular TV, and it's been a long time since there's been mm. like a a series that's been out that I've like gotten into that's like a cable series. I mean, Netflix is obviously killing it and you know, Hulu and a lot of other you know streaming services are falling into that same category, but network TV, cable TV hasn't really had any good series, you know, but 
when I got in the room, I was like, this show is so fucking incredible. And it wasn't, there wasn't one season that was, that lacked. There wasn't, I mean, we all know. Walking <clears throat> Dead. That they can start, right, they can start, right? And then you're just like, what? You know, seasons start to fall off. That show never did. It never did. It kept It ended so, so strong, too. Nothing was, uh, what's the I word? I didn't want Inconsistency. There was never any never, inconsistency. Never, not once. Never, not once. And I did, I didn't want it to end, mm-hmm. but. It technically didn't. It, Yeah. We right. have new things. So I was going to say, Zero Box, guys. Um, did you see who made a guest appearance on the most recent episode? Download. No. Damn it. <laughs> okay, Eliza. Holy shit. He's on it. Jordan. He's on it. <laughs> there was a picture that she posted of them recording. Stuff. Yeah. His brother says <laughs> Oh my God. You guys are like, okay. <laughs> So Christian you guys Braun have is seriously gone off into an orphan black for the last. <laughs> I could orphan black rant all day, every day. Um, no, seriously, Ready or Not was absolutely amazing. I don't think it gets the credit it deserves. Um, the twist at the end is fantastic. There is just there's nothing I can say wrong about it, and it was one of my favorite movies that came out last year for sure. Horror, non horror, whatever. It was great. I love a good. She needs to keep doing dark comedies. Because she's fantastic at them. Yes. And The Babysitter too. I don't know when that's coming out, but it needs to come out because the first one was amazing. Certain actors do very well in horror. And her scream. She's a scream queen. She's a scream queen up and coming. Yeah. For sure. I'm loving that. I'm loving seeing. And again, an original thought. An original thought by DFTWO. And horror. Because <laughs> apparently that just doesn't happen anymore. But. You just cast um, Jedi Masters as serial killer dolls. Yeah, that's you. great. I love it. Totally fine with that. Oh my god. <clears throat> you are my <laughs> You're my best friend. <laughs> uh. I still need that to happen. Oh my oh, god. So what bad. if it was during the scene when Ray was trying to give him <laughs> the saber? <laughs> you are my buddy. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> and she's still and someone like made it to where she didn't break character, where it like went to him where he was saying it, and then they went to her and she was still Hold it all serious faced. If you guys haven't seen the movie, you're not going to get this. So <laughs> I was going to say this does, this gives nothing away if no, you haven't seen. Rise this isn't of even right. This is yet. Force Awakens. Oh, this is the end of oh, Force Awakens. Okay, you got it. Which I would hope you've seen that. By now. That is a new hope. Anyway, I'm done. Dad jokes, love it. <clears throat> anyway, Jesus fucking Christ, that was our list, our least, our least. of best and worst of 2019, and our next week's. I thought you were going to say next weasel. I was like, what? Weasel. Next week's episode is going to be all about the shit that's coming out this year, which is a lot. Actually, horror has a lot coming out this year. It's starting tomorrow. The Grudge comes out. So we're already, yeah. Lynchay, baby. So we're already (laughs) starting 2020 and horror off strong as fuck. Uh, Okay, can we not? Can we not? (laughs) I couldn't do it for very long. That's great.
Nightmares. Uh, <laughs> and this is what my nightmares are made of. Yeah, I've been seeing trailers galore, and I'm so excited. It I'm looks so bomb. fucking excited. Again, I know it's gonna it's a remake, reimagining, whatever. But it isn't though, because it's set at the same time. The original Grudge is set. It's just set in America. That's what I heard. Oh, okay. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's true. Oh, because this one is not in Japan like the original one was. Right. It's, here, it's in here in America. Okay, not physically here, because fuck that. <laughs> you're like, not in this house. Not in this, not in this motherfucking house. Okay? Uh, bitch, I don't know what you're talking about. Fucking, you won. Go away. Hell no, bitch. <laughs> fuck out of this house. No, here in America, I did not know that, so that's awesome that's only what i've heard though okay of course i don't know that for sure but that is what i've heard but yeah guys as great as 2019 was and again like i said there were a lot in 2019 that i did not get a chance to see um but it looks like 2020 is going to shape up to be just as great in horror as 2019 was if not better so i am very, we were finally very excited. Well, we'll talk about it next week. I was like, well, we're finally, we'll wait. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. Stay tuned. We will save it until next week. Especially because we went on a fucking orphan black ramp. Oh my God, we really did. <laughs> and apologies, but not. Not really. <laughs> sorry, no, not but, sorry. But not. Also, um, join the Church of Baby Yoda. <laughs> it's, 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 it's growing. It's growing. I know. I literally screamed at one point, <laughs> look at him! <laughs> Heem. I, I love told her. Heem. I told her. I said, "This is now. You see why I was like, I would die for him. I would die for him too. I would die. <laughs> like everyone in the Star Wars universe can die, but he can't. Yeah, we said that. Like we could watch a whole three-hour movie with just him. Could all I? the all the people that were like, I saw Rise of the Skywalker and Baby Yoda wasn't in it. Well, <laughs> Disney Plus. Sorry." Got you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> mm. um, we have to wait so long. Fall for the next season. Actually, no, it will not. You're right. We said it'll, it seems now like it's forever and a day away, but it's really not. It's really not. So much good is horror. What? So much good <laughs> in horror is happening this year. Excited. I'm, I'm so excited. Okay, guys. So, a word from our sponsor. Calm your body down. Love it. <laughs> With phlegm. With phlegm. <laughs> Y'all, you remember that movie, uh, Runaway Bride, Wake Up With Phlegm? I don't know if anybody even knows what the fuck I just said. But... Hey, I, hey, I do. I do. <laughs> Guys, the um, 50% off sale and free shipping is ongoing until this Friday. Um, buy up everything. It will be, like... Sales, the sales have already been really, really great. And anybody that has bought, I thank you so, so, so much. Um, but grab it up as soon as you can because um, the Christmas bath bombs, the peppermint, and the sugar cookie ones will be gone. Um, the uh, fall, the pumpkin spice one will also be gone. I have not announced that on, uh, I don't believe I've posted that yet on the Instagram page at CRBD, but um, pumpkin spice will be back next fall. Uh, the Christmas ones will be back, of course, next holiday um, 
and uh, everything else still will be available with some <clears throat> new uh, scents for the bath bombs and the body creams. Um, a lot of new formats and stuff going on for 2020, but uh, you guys will love it. And I thank you so far. But yeah, buy up everything 50% off and free shipping until Friday. So thanks, guys. Is that for people that have 2020 vision? Only. I fucking am over that joke. Like, I, I, I use it, but I'm like, this is dumb. Calm your body down. <laughs> I agree, though. I was over it before. I was seeing so many posts yesterday. Actually, even, even Monday, like Sunday and Monday, like, I'm going into 2020. With 2020, but I'm like, stop. Just I wish stop. I had 2020 vision. I, same. I have negative six, negative seven oh, vision. Oh, wow. I don't know what mine is. But it's, it's probably bad. worse than that now. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably I don't know negative what mine is, seven, but negative eight. Mine are, mine are Coke bottles, glasses. <laughs> yeah, my glasses are so fucking thick. It's like magnifying glasses. I look like a, like, um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> My brain's like, and we're done. Your brain just, I know, we've reached that, we've reached that limit and brain is just like, and we're done. Shutting off now. Yep. All right, guys, we'll see you next week with 2020 horror films that are coming out. We'll probably throw in a couple big other stuff that's coming out this year too, which last year I was most of it. So I'll have to look that up, but all right, guys, we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Socials. No. Never mind, not by. <laughs> God. Sorry, guys. I told you my brain is I didn't done. mean to phlegm into the... She's like... <laughs> socials. <laughs> socials. Um. <laughs> yes, please give us your socials. Sorry, guys. Okay. No, we're, we know. We're, we're trying to wind down. It's been a rough week. And if any it's been a rough feeling, month. It's been a rough <laughs> decade. Month. Yeah, decade. God, to think about the fact that I was 16 10 years ago and where I've come from 10 years I would if you told me I'd be me now I'd just laugh um, in your face same I'd be like oh, same, that's cute same <laughs> um, okay so not by yet guys not by yet so social media is Facebook Instagram Twitter at don't fuck with the original make sure to spell it out to the T with the apostrophe otherwise you will not find us Twitter handle is dfwto88811 if you would like to follow the podcast we are on podcast player podcast addicts podbean castbox and spotify make sure to hit that subscribe button or follow button and you will always know when we put out a new said video every time episode <laughs> I love it I'm here to keep her on her toes guys she keeps me on the tippy toes, let me tell you. Which reminds me, I was actually really wanting to watch Black Swan the other day. It just hit me <laughs> out of nowhere. I was like, Natalie Portman, Black Swan, let's do it. She watch it. Okay, guys, we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Hello. Really, bye.